Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. On today's episode, we have what I think is such a necessary and important topic to discuss. So if you've been following along on the podcast, you know that we are adding a little bit more structure and organization to the podcast. And so you're going to see more headers that indicate to you what is going on in the podcast episode that week. So today's episode is what we're calling a hot take. And I'm sure you all know what that means because you're all keyed into all the things going on in the world right now. But when I'm saying hot take for nursing, it is a controversial opinion, a sacred cow that I'm pulling down, something like that, that is a little bit opinionated, but I think highly valuable to discuss. Before we dive into today's topic, I just want to quickly remind you about our totally free Facebook community called the Nursing Co-op Huddle. We are still such a small group, which makes it so intimate and allows me to answer all your questions in there. And we have added some really great structure to that group as well. So we have book clubs starting this month, and we also have monthly themes. This month, we are talking all about building confidence as a nurse. So I just wanted to remind you guys and invite you to join us over on the Nursing Co-op Huddle. You can find a link in my Instagram bio at Ashley underscore Nursing Co-op, or you can simply search the Nursing Co-op Huddle on Facebook and request to join. We would love to have you there. But for now, let's dive back into today's topic. So for our hot take for the day, I want to talk about how the nursing shortage is not about nurses. That kind of sounds like an oxymoron, I know. How could a nursing shortage not be about nurses? But I think that this problem is so much bigger than we realize. Recent data suggests that we have about 4 million nurses in the United States and over 300 million people in our population. That equates to about 12 nurses per 1,000 individuals in the population. Looking at these numbers, I can see how it might look alarming and might sound alarming. And maybe you would look at these numbers and think, oh yeah, we totally have a nursing shortage. But I think that it's just so much deeper than what media and what all of the current news stories are telling us. The nursing shortage is nothing new. We have been talking about this for years, for a decade. We've been talking about a nursing shortage for an extremely long amount of time, and yet nothing seems to have changed during all of this time in terms of 
our efforts to increase the nursing population and make things better for nurses. Nothing seems to have changed in that sense, but our population and the the events that we've experienced have changed drastically. So we've had our population grow much older. We've had now a pandemic. We've had all sorts of factors that have such strong implications for our nursing staff, for our nursing population in the United States. And yet we haven't had many changes to change the working conditions of those nurses that we desperately need. And this is what I want to bring this back to, that the nursing shortage that we're having right now is not necessarily a shortage in numbers, but I think that the shortage is a lot more about nurses finally standing up for themselves, for that that conditions have gotten to the point that so many nurses are leaving the bedside at a rapid rate faster than they have in the past. I think that we need to talk about this because so often I think it's so easy for people to look at this problem and assume that the issue is with the nurses, is to assume that the issue is with the number of nurses or that nurses are being selfish or whatever they want to say. They put it back on nursing when I don't think that that is the biggest problem. I think the biggest problem going on is that the conditions that nurses need to work in is flawed. And it has been for so long. We haven't made changes. We haven't listened to our nurses who are desperately crying out for help in so many ways. Maybe it's not direct all the time. But we see time after time that nurses are burning out way too fast. They're entering their profession and leaving in their first year. They are leaving and retiring at very early ages. They are leaving the bedside, all sorts of things. There are so many red flags that indicate that something bigger is going on. This is not simply that we don't have enough nurses. It's that we don't have enough nurses who want to work in these conditions, which makes total sense. Because as we always talk about on here, you are human beings before you are nurses. And so it makes sense that you don't want to work in shitty conditions, in conditions that treat you like less than human. That makes total sense. Of course, nurses are leaving. Of course, they are burning out incredibly fast. Of course, new grads graduate, try a job and leave in their first year. Of course they do. Because you want a life that is meaningful, impactful, and joyful. Because you're human. (laughs) Everyone wants the same thing. And yet we still have all of these conditions in our work. We also have these cultural factors that we've accepted for so long, that have perpetuated for so long that they've become the norm. And it's no longer acceptable. Everyone wants to talk about the nursing shortage. Everyone wants to talk about how to get more nurses into the profession and fill the holes. But nobody wants to talk about why those holes are there in the first place. Because it's not simply about numbers. That is my biggest problem with this conversation with this argument is that we talk about a nursing shortage as if it's this unpredictable thing that we just don't we have a bigger population and not enough nurses or something like that where the solution is simply we need more education programs um we need to just churn out more nurses that is not the solution that is what we've been attempting to do for a really long time and it's not working 
because we're churning out nurses at a faster rate and yet we are churning them out into a culture that is toxic. We are churning them out into an environment that is unhealthy. We are turning them out into a world of nursing that is unsafe. So with this nursing shortage, there's such a high impact on patient care. So nurses are having to take on higher patient ratios. You are having to take on more patients, which studies, multiple studies have shown leads to more patient harm, leads to poorer outcomes for patients because nurses can only do so much. You cannot adequately take care of seven, eight patients. It's just not really possible because how could you? Like you are, you are one person in 12 hours. There's no way that you can take care of everything that needs to be done. And yes, if there were more people in the workforce, maybe that would help a little bit. Maybe it would decrease some of these patient ratios and make it so that nurses could care for a reasonable amount of patients in their shift. But at the same time, you'd hire these nurses, you'd have the same culture, the same burnt out people that are trying to stick around because they need the job. You'd have the same conditions where you're throwing new nurses in and more nurses would leave. That's just what would happen. We'd literally repeat this cycle because we've been doing this for so long. We're just continuously repeating this cycle. More nurses leave even as new nurses come on. And we're burning those new nurses out faster than they ever have burned out. The pandemic didn't help, but this was already occurring. New nurses starting in the profession are getting so burnt out so fast that many of them leave really early in their careers. Or many of them are starting on the floor and immediately deciding that they don't want to be on the floor, that they will do anything else in nursing. And luckily, it's a really opportunistic profession in the sense that you can do all sorts of things with your nursing degree, which is fantastic. But that also means that so many nurses are now choosing to leave the bedside and try other things, which leads to a shortage at the bedside over and over again. We are just doing this as a cycle. More and more nursing programs are popping up. We are churning out more and more nurses, and yet this problem has not resolved. So the issue is not the number of nurses. The issue is retaining the nurses that we have, because if we could retain nurses, we would keep adding more and then we would solve the, the shortage. But it's not just about churning out more bodies. And that is what nurses have been treated like for so long. They've been treated like numbers, like they are easily replaceable and like your impact doesn't matter. And I know that healthcare is a business just like anything else. But if we really care about our patients, we cannot operate in the same way that businesses often do. We have to worry about patient care. That is what so many nurses are getting fed up about. It's that the current state of healthcare, especially in the United States, is that profits matter more than patients. And that burns you out really fast. But the funny thing is, we often forget how much nursing turnover actually is costing. Estimates indicate that nursing turnover is costing the healthcare industry at least $4.2 million a year. And I'm going to guess that it's even more than that. And we can't underestimate the impact of this pandemic. I would guess that this pandemic has cost us even more, that it's impacted nursing turnover 
at an incredible rate. Studies are still occurring, so I don't think we have really adequate numbers or data about this. But I know that you all have met a nurse who left the bedside or a nurse who left the profession altogether after the pandemic. I left the ICU after the pandemic, having been a nurse for a year and a half. Like the impact that this had on people, the exponential increase in burnout is immeasurable, honestly. I I know that we'll get some data, but I think that this is going to have an even higher impact on this industry. And no, maybe we couldn't have really been prepared for a pandemic like this. Of course, we're not always prepared for these kind of conditions. But I think we could have built a culture that values its nurses. We could have built a culture that encourages nurses to take care of themselves and their mental health. We could have built nursing culture as something sustainable, which is not what we have done. We have built this like a business and it's failed. Because the truth is, even though maybe they could get rid of you or I and replace us with something else, even though that might be true, we are truly not replaceable. If we all left, if nurses all protested tomorrow, it would crumble. The healthcare system would fall apart. We are the base. We are the cement that holds the whole system up. Nurses, patient care technicians, CNAs, LPNs, we are literally the backbone of all of this. Without us, it would all fall apart. I guarantee it. There's no way that, that, that things could operate if nurses all quit tomorrow. And this is my point to try and bring this all back. The nursing shortage is not about the number of nurses. It is about the conditions that those nurses need to work in because things have been so poor for so long that nurses are finally getting fed up and leaving. They are finally getting to the point that they are deciding that anything would be better than this profession. If that is the culture we've created, then the problem is at the core of nursing. It is at the core of the healthcare system. It is not simply about numbers. The solution lies in changing working conditions for nurses and changing the underlying culture of nursing. You guys know that I talk about this constantly. Nurses can no longer sustain themselves living in a world where they don't pee, they don't eat, they don't take breaks, they don't take vacations, they work and they take extra shifts and they do way too much in their jobs. That is not sustainable. I don't think it ever was, but we built a culture that rewarded and perpetuated those behaviors. So it's no wonder that it's become so ingrained. But with the pandemic, with increasing responsibilities and demands in the scope of our practice, with the increased patient ratios, with the decreasing working conditions, with all of these problems, of course, nurses are burning out far faster than they ever have, faster than we could ever churn out new ones. And all we're doing is putting new nurses into poorer conditions. And so they burn out faster than they did in the past. And so we're just complete, we're just constantly repeating this cycle of 
putting more nurses out, having them burn out faster, having them leave the bedside, and now we need more nurses. And we just keep doing it over and over again and act like the numbers are the problem. They are not. The conditions are. So what we really need to do is advocate for ourselves, for our patients, for things to change in this culture, for things to change in nursing education, in nursing working conditions, in all of these factors. Nurses need to be treated like human beings, not numbers. And the priorities need to shift from profits to patient care and patient safety. And I know that's easier said than done. I am not an expert in economics. I do not know how it's all going to work out. I know that what needs to happen is going to cost money. It's going to cost a lot of money. But what I think people don't remember is that sometimes you need to put some money into something to make it more profitable and more valuable and better in the long run. And I think that's what our healthcare system actually needs. I think we need to pour money into it to get more out of it. I think that if we improved the conditions for all of our healthcare workers, not just nurses, doctors have alarming rates of suicide. There are unstable working conditions and just as many problems. So really anyone in the healthcare profession, we all need changes. It all needs to change. But I think if we poured money into improving the conditions for our healthcare workers, to improving patient ratios, to improving the pay of those who are serving us, not just hospital administrators, to to pouring money into taking care of our nurses and doctors and healthcare workers, mental health and well-being, health and wellness. If we pour money into these things, I think it's going to pay back in immeasurable ways. When nurses and healthcare workers feel valued, taken care of, and appreciated, they are so much more likely to serve. They are so much more likely to stay. The solution to the nursing shortage is improving nursing retention. Because if we can't hang on to all of the nurses that we are churning out every year, there's no, there's no solution. There's no solving this. Because we can churn out all the nurses that we want, but if they burn out in a year, it doesn't matter. There's no, that, that doesn't solve anything. So the solution comes back to retaining nurses. And in order to retain nurses, you need to change the culture and you need to change the conditions. Nurses need to be treated like humans and valuable creatures who are so necessary to the backbone of our healthcare system. And I could talk all day about you guys and talk about nurses, but this goes back to so many other professions that are so undervalued. One of the biggest ones I can give a shout out to is teachers. I, the conditions for teachers, the conditions for healthcare workers are abysmal and the jobs that they do are so necessary for our society to function, for human beings to survive and grow. So we need to start valuing that. We need to put that value over other things. The way you spend your money is a direct reflection of your values. And if we look at how we spend money in the United States, I think that it has such a poor reflection of our values. We spend an insane amount of money on entertainment, distraction, and materialism and withhold money 
from valuable things. We won't pour money into education. We will not pour money into healthcare. We will not pour money into the health and wellness industry in general, the thing that could keep people out of the hospital. We withhold money from those things to pour them into distractions. And I think that this just goes back to the core of the problem. I could clearly rant about this all day long. And I know that I'm going to talk about it again, but I had to talk to you guys about this now. I know that it's a controversial opinion. I know that you're going to read a ton of articles that tell you that the problem is numbers, that the problem is that we don't have enough nurses. But the reason that we don't have enough is because of the world we've created for healthcare, the environment that we've created. It's no wonder that no one wants to stay here. Because you are told that you're going to have such a fulfilling profession, that you're going to have such a great impact on people's lives. And when you get into it, the world that we've created is way more of a nightmare than we were told. We get into it and we thought we were going to help people. And in reality, we have to scramble to try and just keep people alive in this system. Because a new grad nurse is thrown off of orientation way too soon without any safety net, without any resources, and given seven patients and asked to keep those patients alive and well. It's insane. And it's unreasonable. It's not safe. That's the problem. That's the problem. The problem is that it's impossible for nurses to succeed in this world. And it's also impossible for them to try and be a nurse and also be a healthy, happy human. They are encouraged to neglect their own health for the health of their patients or for the survivability of their patients. It's not even about their health. It's about getting them out of the hospital fast enough to fill that bed so that they can come back in two weeks with the same problem because we didn't spend enough time to solve it. Okay. (laughs) I could go on and on and on and on about this topic. And I know I'm going to talk about it again, but I hope that this rant (laughs) resonated with you guys. If you have your own opinions, if you have feelings about this topic, I would love to hear them. If this episode rang true for you, if it tugged at your heartstrings in any way, please let me know. Share it with your nursing friends. If they need to hear this, the core of this, the message that I want you to take away from this is that the problems in healthcare are not your fault. The conditions that you're working in are not acceptable. It's not that you are not strong enough to be in this profession. It's not that you can't be happy as a nurse. It's that the whole system is working against you. It's that you aren't given the resources that you need to be successful. It's that you aren't given the resources you need to make the impact that you really want to as a nurse. The whole reason you went into this, I know that you wanted to make an impact but we need to change the culture. We need to change the system and we need to fight for that. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I hope that you got something from it. I hope that I didn't scare you away (laughs) with my random rant, but I felt like I had to talk about this today. So I hope you guys have a great week. At the end of the day, you need to support yourself in this journey. If you need help, you need to find it. People aren't going to help you, unfortunately. I will if you need help. 
but we need to make sure that we're prioritizing our own health and mental health above all else because there's no other way to be a successful nurse. If you don't take care of you, you can't take care of others. So if nothing else, that's what I want you to take away from today. Take care of you so that you can take care of the world. All right, guys, have a great week. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.